only podcast where every week we police the mean streets of the internet because hey somebody's got to do it and then we let you be the judge the jury and the executioner in the court of public opinion coming to you live from neo chicago i'm officer kevin and i'm officer grant what's up grant yeah yes well let's quickly thank our guest from last week max shanker thank you max uh, I'm Donnie Sapphire. And that that uh, lovely voice you just heard, that is our brand new guest this week, Donnie Sapphire. Donnie, how the hell are you? I'm good. I, I am not commissioned uh, in the law, but I'm a, you know, a sovereign citizen, so I do what I want, so it's fine. Yeah, the, these days you're better off, I'm telling you. Uh, so, Donnie, uh, we've talked to a number of uh, Chicago comedians or just comedians in general lately who have been... Figuring out how to handle this whole quarantine, the unprecedented situation, yada, yada, yada. We all know what it is. Uh, so, Donnie, what have you been doing to stay sane during these times? Oh, um, comedically or in general? I mean... Uh, uh, comedically and, and generally, yeah. Well, uh, I don't know about staying sane. Uh, I mean, I've had a bunch of cool health problems unrelated to coronavirus, which uh, I recommend it because it uh, takes your mind off the problem. Um, I could see that. Yeah, I had both a kidney stone and a hernia, and then I had hernia surgery. Oh, God. <laughs> Jeez. I'm fucking sorry. That's terrible. And I picked the cool hernia surgery. You can get the one that's, like, smaller and less painful, but, like, it leaves you with robotic mesh implanted in your body, which is fine for 90% of people. Then the other 10% have horrible, agonizing pain for the rest of their lives. Uh. So, I was like, I'm going to get the more painful surgery without the 10% chance of chronic pain, which is fine. But it makes your... That seems fair. It makes your guts swell up like a watermelon for two weeks. So, I was just doing that. Oh, wow. But... That's certainly a good distraction from uh, everything going on in the news and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, still doing some comedy. I do some Zoom mics and I guest on people's podcasts. I'm doing a couple of test podcast runs uh, with some people. I might launch something. And then uh, I was the host of this uh, show every other Thursday at Beer Miscuous in Lincoln Park called uh, Love Below. With uh, my boys, Thorab, Farizesh, uh, Cameron Miller, uh, Emma Hillier, and Dan Cass—all good people—and uh, we've been we've been looking at rebooting it uh, digitally, which is fun. There's nothing better than a comedy show that turns into an overstaffed podcast. So, <laughs> yeah, nice. I mean, it, it's it's something. I mean, you you take what you have and uh, you build it into something to evolve with the times. So, yeah, that's what we're trying to do. Just the only difference is Grant and I are typically not in the same room anymore, but... 
Yeah, I, I don't know. You make it work. I think that's better. Uh, we're going to try to do it in a room, but all wearing masks and uh, sitting six feet away from each other. Uh, I don't know. It's going to be weird, but uh, exciting. Uh, you know, and those are two two of my favorite adjectives to throw together in a sentence. So and uh, I still have a job, which is weird. Also, I feel some shame uh, and privilege about that. But it's, it's cool. We're just uh, we're trying to pretend that nothing has gone wrong in the world since March. And uh, we're doing okay with that. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. For now, you know, at any yeah. moment, the entire country could just set on fire. And then we're just going to have to resort to fleeing through the underbrush for our lives. Uh, but, you know, we all know that feeling. It's 2020, people. Yeah. But in the meantime, we have uh, we have podcasts, thank God. And, uh, yeah, until that happens, let's uh, let's just do what we're doing. So we got a little bit of show news of our own, as I've mentioned in the last several episodes. We've been a lot more active on Twitch recently. Uh, Twitch.tv slash ThoughtCops. Give us a follow. Subscribe if you got an Amazon Prime account and want to put those dollars to some good use. Watch us play Super Nintendo. Watch us... Rank our favorite brands of water bottles. Uh, this week, uh, me and Nico were ranking our favorite Family Guy characters. So that was uh, that was really fun. I'm still very upset that you put Lois in tier C. Unacceptable. I mean, you know, I was just kind of going off memory. And I, I feel, I don't know. Just check it out, everybody. <laughs> to, to rehash the situation wouldn't be uh wouldn't be of use to either of us so yeah give us a follow on twitch uh every sunday and tuesday night from 7 p.m to 9 p.m cst uh come hang out it's a good time and we'll you know mix it up every week it's a good time it's a good time uh, okay i believe uh, we you. got a- jesus <laughs> uh we also released another episode of our spinoff podcast fire bros recently uh, check that out if you want some extra content to listen to during these times. I know you're bored. I know that's why you're here. Uh, you're looking to kill another hour. Go ahead and throw us a couple bucks over at patreon.com slash thought cops, where Grant and I review all kinds of multimedia and decide whether or not it is safe for public consumption. It's a good, it's a good bit. It's a good name for something too. Move right along, though. Let's get to our very favorite, very famous segment of the show. Two wait, minutes of wait, hate. no, no, hold on, hold on. I, get, I got a different segment that I got to get to right now. Uh, we haven't done this one in a while, but uh, I'd like to bring back a, a fan favorite, uh, Beef Before Potatoes. Mm-mm. <laughs> one, my, uh, my biggest Beef Before Potatoes is fucking Discord right now. I feel like I'm recording inside of, like, a fucking empty uh fucking barrel with how i can hear you guys right now but uh no so we got uh i got some beef and before we get to the potatoes portion of the show um so we we have this theme song cover contest correct kevin that is correct and we've gotten two entries so far is that is that correct am i getting the facts straight that is also correct all right so uh we our last submission uh was sent in by uh firecloud our granddad he sent us an email with uh with an audio file and said hashtag plagiarism haha good acoustic cover though and then sent us this file uh i listened to like five seconds of it and it sounded exactly like uh one of the acoustic covers i did like a long time ago for some of the older episodes uh and i just toss it at the end of the episode and uh it sounded similar enough but it's just like an audio it's just an acoustic guitar and it's just like five chords you know sure um 
So he, so I, I listened to it and I'm just like, yeah, it's probably, I'll give him the benefit of, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Uh, who would cheat at a participation contest, right? I mean, that, that'd be a stupid thing, right? Uh, a theme song cover that, contest. That'd be pretty low. Yeah, pretty low. Theme song cover contest, and there's no winner. You don't win anything. We just play your song, right? Who would cheat at that? Yeah, we that? made that extremely clear. Yeah. So uh, he was bragging about it on the Discord. Uh, he was bragging about it to everyone that he knew that he he cheated at the contest, and he just sent me my own song, and we were stupid enough to play it. Uh, later that, on that is correct yeah later on he sent an email that said uh guys i was trolling i said hashtag plagiarism in the email because i stole it off an old podcast of yours i thought you'd recognize the work i did but you know uh, sometimes in video games kevin kevin you play video games you're, you're familiar with uh video game logic sometimes video games let you cheat correct that is correct um so i I was thinking back to these Twitch streams that uh, we've been doing, and uh, you were playing Legend of Zelda. Um, w- which one? Uh, the Link to the Past? Link's, Link's, Link's Awakening. Awakening. So on Link's Awakening, uh, when you steal from the shop, um, as you did, your, perma- your name for the rest of the game gets permanently changed to uh, Thief, right? So instead that, yeah. of Link, every character calls you Thief from the rest of the game. So now anytime Firecloud gets mentioned on the podcast, from here on out, his name will be referred to as Cheater. And in the Discord channel, his nickname will be uh, changed to Cheater. And he'll have to live with that being his name. And he'll never be, be credited for anything again. Does that sound like a fair punishment? It sounds fair to me. <laughs> All right. Um and I two ways that he can uh two ways that he can change this. Uh one is if he takes a video of himself eating a pumpkin and not like not not like drinking a uh like a pumpkin spice latte or anything like that, but like actually eating from a pumpkin with a spoon. I want a video of him doing that that I can verify that that's him doing it because I've always wanted to see that uh, throughout my entire life I've wanted to see a cheater eating a pumpkin. And uh, also, That's he has very to, specific. Yeah, but you know, cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. I want to see it. I've been told that my entire life. I want to see it. Um, and oh, then, real quick, I like to, I like to add. I would like to see his. Uh, wait, no, he's not a liar. I was going to say I'd like to see his pants on fire. But well, we could we could arrange for that too. But uh, my demand number two is that he has to take guitar lessons and come up with his own version of the theme song. If he can do those two things. We will we will give him his identity back, but up until that point, he he gets referred to as cheater. Uh, every time one he leaves a voicemail, I'm gonna have Zwick change his introduction his introduction to cheater instead of his name, which I don't even Sounds remember good to anymore. Me. <laughs> hey, but speaking speaking of that cover contest, if anyone wants to cover the theme song, uh, we'll throw it on the episode, and uh, it's a good it's a good time, I guess. Uh, yeah, it's we had a couple ent- well, we had one entry so far. Yep, <clears throat> only one. How about that, folks? Anyway, uh, before I was rudely interrupted, there two minutes of hate. That very famous, very favorite part of the show where we like to blanket punish all the annoying crap that we see on the internet every single day, uh, doom scrolling ourselves to death. So without further ado, uh, my two minutes of hate this week is red flag movies. Have you guys seen this on Twitter where it's a lot of it's I guess it's mostly women who are like, if uh, if a guy likes such and such movie, it's a red flag movie. Yes. And I know it's like there's, a, you know, some truth to like uh, 
how, how's the how's the phrase go uh, idolizing someone for the wrong reasons but it's more like just a random assortment of movies have been deemed red flag movies and it seems like it's for the purpose of not wanting to hear someone drone on and on about it which i get it i get it um you don't want to have someone pause every five minutes to talk about uh uh, where the shots in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood took place and how they left the Taco Bell up that looks like it's from the 60s and it's still there now and you can go see it. But somebody, uh, That's a red flag movie as well. Somebody could do that with... What's that, Grant? Somebody can do that with, like, any movie, though, you know? Yeah. So they're deeming a lot of these movies red flag movies. Um, you know, whatever... Uh, who knows? A movie you like could be already on the list. You could be on a, you could be on a list. It's kind of kind of what I'm getting at here. And if you okay, I would say if you so the gimmick here, Donnie, we have to we have to throw a punishment on this. I would say that if you are not a watcher of the red flag movies, but someone who is calling out something, I would say something as simple as um liking the movie. Uh God, what was the one I saw the other day? God, because I know, you know, for a long time, it's always been movies like Fight Club and stuff like that, right. which is like, well, yeah, probably. Uh, but it just basically, I think like anything from like A24 productions, uh, it's like, oh, yeah, it's like uh, if your guy is watching Uncut Gems, watch out, whatever the case. So I would say that they should start making movies again. Uh, they should just... They should just start making them again so we can all watch them and we can have more red flag movies we're not supposed to watch. And then we have we have lots of content to get through. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I just Great. want more content, really. Without red flag uh, movies, how do you know who waves red flags? I mean, you need, you know, this is just basic. Uh, what do you call that thing where people use flag semaphore? <laughs> basic semaphore logic here. You need flags to communicate with other ships. True, true. Fair. <laughs> okay, that, that's a very good point. If we don't have, yeah, if we don't have these red flags, with these red flag movies, may, I, I would say maybe these people are just concerned about uh, about boat, boat crashes, for example. Yeah. You know, which I mean, I get that. I get that. But I want, I want to say the next time I hear that, I'm gonna be like, okay, what is your opinion on a, on a port etiquette? You yeah. know, a guy say, okay, when two ships are approaching port at the same time, what do you do? And then I test them and I find out the truth. Anyway, uh, that's enough. That's enough boat chat. You can listen to our side uh, side podcast coming soon. Uh, boat boys. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, but Donnie, uh, you, Donnie, you got something you want to get off your chest oh. for us this week? Uh, two minutes of hate of your own? Well, I feel a little bad going in on this because I know the people involved are probably just doing their best. But as as a as an extremely popular, well-known comedian, sure, I do my share of open mics <laughs> in the uh, pre-pandemic time. And now that uh, now that we're not allowed to congregate with others in enclosed spaces, uh, open mics have gone to two formats: online and parks. Now we're, we're all familiar with parks. That's where people go to sit on a picnic blanket and eat a charcuterie board and uh, show off your cute little dog or whatever the fuck you do. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> of course. I, I like to walk by parks and see the others. That's mainly what I use parks for. But uh, lately, there have been people doing open mic comedy in them, and uh, it's you know probably worse than you're imagining. If you were imagining it being bad, you know it's got all the charm of an open mic, but with the benefit of just being out in the harsh light of day with, you know, children, animals, and people who just did not ask for this. Um, they do one in the park near my house uh, a couple times a week, and 
Every time I walk by, I just yearn for the sweet release of death. And I'm not even participating. <laughs> you know, uh, it's just like comedy is such a masturbatory exercise. Uh, I think it really needs like a dark room and walls and alcohol to make it palatable. Uh, if you're just totally going to pretend that it's just something that respectable citizens can do out in the open. Uh, and well, what's the point? Like, that's not a place where you can laugh about. Also, as a side note, the people that do them are doing all of their jokes from 2019. And uh, that's, that's a special <laughs> kind of hell also, to just walk by somebody in the park shouting, so Tinder dates are weird. I was in an Uber and I saw this girl. And I'm like, none of that is uh, accurate. And this year, we're all uh, swaddling our face in <laughs> cotton diapers and just uh, worrying about the impending revolution. You know, if you're not going to make current content, I know you want to do the hits for the four people in the park that aren't other comedians. Um, anyway, I don't mean to shit all over other people's creative enterprises. Uh, I just am a hater sometimes and I wish comedy would come back so I could continue to delude myself that I will one day be incredibly successful at it. But, uh, parks, not the way just play tennis or something for fuck's sake. All right. Is that two minutes? Yeah. That's enough. <laughs> uh, let me check my watch. Yes. Right on the dot. Was I supposed to punish them? Uh, I think doing no, it. No, that was that was. Yeah, go ahead. I think doing, I say, doing we, it is punishment enough, frankly. And you said a nice match of tennis. You know, uh, put down the mic, pick up a racket. Yes. And for God's sakes, uh, wipe the mic if you're doing it. Or you know, don't you know, create a new uh, resistant strain of coronavirus, and uh, I don't know, takes care of the problem. I don't. That's so mean. I'm a nice boy. Right, la- <laughs> <laughs> Laughter is the best medicine, as they say. <laughs> uh, Grant, what's your two minutes of hate? All right, my two minutes of hate this week. I I had a whole fucking thing. I was going to be sincere this week. I had a thing that I really wanted to fucking like uh, pour my heart out about. And I it, it had nuance and it had sincerity and it had that like depressing fucking tinge of reality that I always try and, you know, draw into the show to make everybody's lives a little bit worse. But all I can fucking sure all I can fucking complain about right now is goddamn technical problems while trying to do a podcast i'm so angry i'm so fucking angry at discord and my computer and technology in general and the internet and it's all bad and it never works (laughs) that's my two minutes of hate yeah grant i want to say you sound like you're coming to us from from a barrel i feel like my head is shoved in like Talking to you guys on Discord is already one of the hardest things that I have to do every week is talk to a person over the internet just at all. Now I can't hear the sound of my own voice because of these headphones that I'm wearing and I can't fu- I can barely fucking hear you guys and I feel like every time I say a word it's I'm like 7 seconds behind and I'm I'm interrupting the past somehow which I don't even know is possible and I'm so I'm so fucking mad right now at these goddamn technical difficulties it just it pulls all of the fucking air out of the sails of what i feel like is a good podcast what i what i sure hope is a good podcast i mean we put a lot of work into it and i sure hope people enjoy it and it just ah (laughs) that sucks man yeah thank you i don't i don't know if i have more to add on to that i think it's pretty self-explanatory that you know there there was a time in the past when we used to do this sort of in person and now now we're relying on this technology and it just it doesn't work all the time. Yeah, Nico in the chat says maybe you could just build a PC. I have a <laughs> PC. 
It do- it doesn't work. So my my pu- so uh, I mean go off. Um, yeah. my punishment actually. Uh, this is pretty. Uh, this is pretty apt because I feel like everyone's been uh, pushing this in our Discord. Is that uh, we all reject technology and we return to monkey? Yeah, what the hell is this monkey thing happening? <laughs> I don't know. But the more the more I deal with this type of shit, the the more I would like to return to monkey. It looks all fun. Right, you swing from branches. You eat ants. Uh, classic monkey stuff. <laughs> yeah. I would just like also add on to my thing that everyone doing the park, Mike, I'm just jealous and I respect you all for trying. I just hate that we live in 2020. Um, you know, do your yeah, thing, man. Yeah. I, uh, it's, uh, God, we're all, we're all trying to cope as best we can. Uh, but it sucks that it's come to this in general. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, at least they're not in the back of a bar. Yeah, well, shit, if you are the people that are doing comedy indoors right now, uh, you're heroes. I hope you've all had the virus already and you have antibodies. That's my assumption, and I'm not going to look too deeply into it. <laughs> do, you, do you think that's that, probably for the best? Do you think that, like, live outdoor comedy would be better if more people were... Because, uh, you know, there's there's a certain aspect to doing open mics and stuff like that where you, you walk up and you sort of have an attitude of, like, this is how I will be perceived by an audience. Do you think that if more people just shoved that, like, straight out the window and just went, like, I'm just gonna make a giant fucking asshole out of myself and make the biggest spectacle possible that, like, do you think it'd be better or worse? Uh... I think I've seen some people doing that. Like, it was a mix of people just sticking to their act and people just being like, whoa, we're in a fucking park. What the hell is happening? Which is refreshing, in a sense. Yeah. Speaking of refreshing, if you haven't listened to Thought Cops before, every week we investigate the Internet's outrage-inducing news stories, and then we sentence each perpetrator to a cruel and quite unusual punishment. So let's begin. Grant? What? Um yeah, let's uh, uh let's I'm feeling I'm feeling dark right now. Let's uh have y'all seen this uh this hot chick that's uh AT&T's spokesperson? Uh yes. Have y'all seen yes. this? Have you heard this? Lily? That Lily? Lily. Lily is see. her name, yes. Trying to put this article into Discord, but apparently Discord just doesn't work at all. There we go. So there's there's this Vice article, and this has sort of been maybe a couple weeks in the making. I feel like uh, there was some commentary around her sort of when she started doing these AT&T commercials because everyone's like, ooh, look, there's a hot lady on the television. Oh, boy. Let me turn on the TV and gawk at commercial women, you know? But, like, lately, there there were some pictures. Her name's Milana Vian. Throb, uh, and nice try. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, there's been some pictures that sort of resurfaced with, uh, like she's wearing a bikini, and you see her cleavage. Or someone found like her Instagram account, and like she has cleavage. And she the the whole thing is she has very large breasts that are sort of covered up by the AT and T shirt. Surprise, surprise, she's a woman. And now. Like every single comment that I've seen regarding any of this within the past like a couple weeks, maybe maybe going into like a month or so, but uh, has been milky mommy milky. <laughs> Let me see those giant milkers. I I want milk. These are the what the comment section or something. Yeah, of like 
the like the Instagram page on AT&T or like any of the commercials or any of the comments on Twitter has always been Milky Mommy Milky, which not only like has turned into like a form of targeted sexual harassment, but is also just like disgusting. <laughs> I just I hate yeah, it doesn't need, I hate that. I've only heard that term. I've only heard that term used in Nico's voicemails. <laughs> <laughs> or uh I, I was seeing it a lot with uh abby shapiro but it's it's sort of it's it it's hit her now too it's hit lily from at&t and uh there's this video um actually of her responding to it because of course she's aware of it and uh i'm gonna put this in the chat real quick it's cool people really care about that and um There is a negative byproduct of that, and maybe it just has to be with being a person on the internet, or maybe it's specific to being a woman on the internet, but um, it's because of your tits. And so, listen, <laughs> that's why I'm here. All of these milk and milkies comments and milk wagons and all of that, it hurts my feelings. And um, it... I know um, it's just dehumanizing and uh, a little objectifying and sad. It makes me sad. So I know that part of uh, what you guys are trying to do is be funny um, uh, and like connect to each other and have your community and like get props from your friends. Have your community? Um, <laughs> it just really bums me out. And I would community much of what have, big boob lovers like I don't know real conversations with you. <laughs> they're a marginalized group. And, um, uh, they're lonely, evidently. Yeah, I would say that's an, that's enough for the video here. I uh, yeah, I get the picture. These these folks are they're out there. Um, this is just so bizarre, man. It's just like who is this a YouTube commercial or a TV commercial? I, I've never seen it. The video or her commercials. No, like her her commercials. Like I've never I I don't I guess I don't really watch like live yeah, TV just, anymore. They're just AT and T commercials. Yeah. She, okay. It's just like kind of like how people were obsessed with flow from Progressive for a while. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the first thing that came to my mind too. People got nothing better to do than be like, "Hey, there's a pretty girl in a commercial." All right, like the internet is full of pretty girls. Like what? I mean, I don't. I don't, A, I don't understand why you would get obsessed with a girl in a commercial where she's just wearing cell phone store shirt. Like, it's not a sexy costume. And uh, B, um, it also just proves that everyone is way too online in 2020. Like, the fact that she yes. has to become aware of this and make a video to respond. I don't know. I don't mean to be like that Tyler, um, Tyler, the creator tweet where he's like, how is internet <laughs> bullying real? Just turn the computer off. But like... You know, it's probably, a classic. Probably if you didn't read the comments on shit, but you know, I mean, it sucks when you're you get spam and then even your fans, because that's what happens. People who are your fans, like as if you could be a fan of a cell phone commercial, are like, "Hey, uh, I love your work, but you know, I've noticed you're getting a lot of stuff online. You should respond to that." And at that point, your brain is completely broken. Like, no, you should. I don't think. For real. Yeah. And uh, Sleep Science brings up a good point in the chat. He says uh, both uh, this actor and Flo are improv comedians. Uh, yeah, I think they're both from like UCB or something. Uh, the article also says here she was supposed to play Squirrel Girl in uh, a Marvel TV show that didn't air. So that this this is her biggest role 
instead of playing a uh, Marvel superhero, which I'm sure would not have gone over any differently. Yeah, but I I think the th- the thing with like uh this type of like what what happened with this is um uh, yeah, like I agree with the 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 Tyler the creator thing of like yeah, it's just whatever, it's the internet, right? Log off, go away, blah blah blah. But I think that there does sort of hit up sort of hit a point of like critical mass with this where it's like okay, this is the this is the meme now and it's like she just sort of mm-hmm. was chosen by the long unwieldy dick of the internet for people to just point at and just collectively all jerk off to which is sort of like uh kind of kind of gross in its own sort of right you know you know i actually i have a punishment for this go off king so i want to say a lot of these people who are commenting things like this about mommy milkers milk 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 i want to say they're also of the political mind to call people they don't agree with soy boys. So my punishment is take away the natural milk. You don't get milk anymore. You don't get, you know, you don't get 2%. You don't get skimmed. You don't get nothing. You only get soy milk. <laughs> that's Horrible. that's good. That's it. Or almond milk. You know, you got to, you'll be, you'll be, uh, see, you know, you'll be seeing a big nut. <laughs> and then you'll be like, huh, you know, you won't be busting one. You'll be drinking one. <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> that is the word because remember when all the alt-right people were like drinking milk as a show of like genetic strength or whatever yeah so that would take away their only power as it were uh speaking of taking power i saw this weird article the other day here it was uh it's titled it's titled is sleep a feminist issue this is how men steal our sleep jesus so i guess I guess, um, you know, I'm a bit of a snorer. You know, I snore in my sleep. I, I, I drool on my pillow. I flail around in my night terrors. And I, you know, I, I've, I've probably, I've probably stolen a few hours of sleep here and there. Um, but I, I don't, I don't, <laughs> does that make me not an ally if I do that? I, I don't know what's going on in my sleep, you know? I don't know what the hell's happening. My uh, my girlfriend always uh, wakes me up to tell me I've been snoring, and I don't recommend doing this. But what I do <laughs> is deny it. Um, just a terrible strategy. Uh, there's only two people there, and the other person has pretty good evidence. <laughs> I'm just like, no, I wasn't. I wasn't snoring. Uh, I don't know who was a uh, burglar, not me. I mean, to to be fair, in in the court of law. Uh, if it's your word against hers, uh, it's just sort of like a, a null point. Like, it's just like, well, it's he, sh- he said, she said. How, how do we know who's right? So, technically, you win by default with that one. You know, I, I don't know if I have a whole lot else to say on this because Sleep Science in the chat actually brought up a good point. Uh, he says, this is why couples should have separate beds, which is, uh, I think, a great point. I think we should go back to Leave it to Beaver style. Where, uh, yeah, no, women aren't going to be covered by men's sweat and saliva from their sleep. And maybe I'm just speaking from personal experience. <laughs> what uh, But, fuck? you know, let's just go back. <laughs> let's just go back to classic, you know, 1950s uh, television mode. We're both in separate beds. Um, dinner. Oh, dinner's over. Let's go. Uh, you know, what? I'm, I'm not even talking bunk beds. I'm talking beds at the other side of the room. You know, um, you know, social distancing. I, I hate to uh, piss on your little bit of a uh, celebratory parade here, but uh, if you read the article, you would know that that's not really like what it's about. 
Yeah, I don't think it has anything to I'm do with... You know what? What? I, I uh, you know, I didn't read the article. I actually only saw a screenshot of the headline. So that's about the amount of research I do. Because <laughs> oh. I, I got the article here. Oh, en- enlighten me. Um, it... So, so there's a line in this article. This is stylist.co.uk. Uh, there is a sleep gap, just like there's a pay gap between men and women. There's a sleep gap, and part of it's gendered. Part of that is women have certain roles. If I look at how much time my husband spends getting ready in the morning versus how much time I do, and I'm pretty minimal, I got it down to a maximum of 15 minutes, and that's with drying my hair, but he spends a maximum of three minutes. So it has to do with like how long it takes people to get ready before sleep and after sleep huh so it's not just like men like draping women with their body bodies and bodily fluids i think the most feminist thing you can do is have insomnia because my girlfriend outsleeps me based on that she gets a full extra two hours at night and maybe i catch a half an hour extra in the morning but you know overall she's winning for sure so insomnia is feminism in my opinion i agree so this video uh has been going around uh, Twitter. It's been making the rounds, as you say. Uh, the The one that I saw that had the most retweets is, uh, quote, this is the dumbest video I've ever, I've ever seen. And then a couple other people retweeted it saying like, oh my God, this, this idiot girl doesn't believe that math is real or something like that. Um, so, so this is that video. I was just doing my makeup for work and I just wanted to tell you guys about how I don't think math is real. And I know that like it's real because we all like learn it in school or whatever, but who came up with this concept? And you're like Pythagoras, but how, how did he come up with this? He was living in like the, I don't know, whenever he was living, but it was not now where you can like have technology and stuff you know like he didn't even have plumbing and he was like let me worry about y equals mx plus b which first of all how would you even figure that out how would you like start on the concept of algebra like what did you need it for you know because like i get like addition like hey if i take two apples and then add three it's five you know but how would you come up with the concept of like algebra because what would you need it for you know what I mean? Like, what would you need it for back then? You didn't need it. So why would you come up with it? Okay, well, going back to the uh, sleep uh, debt there. So this is the difference. Guys, you know, all we got to do is brush our teeth and comb our hair. And ladies spend the whole morning talking about Pythagoras. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It, it is. Typical women. So there's a second video here, it looks like. Yeah, so obviously the um there there was a bit of backlash and everyone was sort of hating on this girl, which I I don't know how old this girl is. Uh, she's probably in high school or maybe like college or I don't know, maybe even middle school. I really don't I I don't know how to tell people's ages, but she's like young enough. She's on TikTok. She's on TikTok. That should give you enough like sort of pause to to know whether or not to like bully a child. Uh but it it didn't uh, I, there were some people that were like, hey, she's just like asking questions. And to be fair, it seemed like a lot of people that were the most upset about her asking these questions seemed like the people that had the least amount of answers, which is always hilarious to me. And then there were a bunch sure. of people also that uh, were sort of like, well, this is what she said. She's saying it's stupid, but the points that she's making aren't like these are things that kids ask. Right. You know, so um, 
she made a second video where she sort of explains herself a little better. Uh, we can play that right now. Hi, folks. I'd like to redo my TikTok about how math is not real. And I would like to be smart this time because <laughs> I didn't know that was going to go viral. My first question is how did people know what they were looking for when they started theorizing about formulas? Because I wouldn't know what to look for if I'm making up math. Question number two. Once they did find these formulas, how did they know that they were right? Because... How? Number three, why is everyone being really mean to me on Twitter? <laughs> Number four, why did a physicist who's followed by Barack Obama retweet me? Number five, is this number five? I can't count. Number six, She's having is fun. anyone going to post this on Twitter? <laughs> Number seven, why are the only people who are disagreeing with me the ones who are dumb and the physicists and mathematicians are agreeing with me? Is that right? The physicists and mathematicians are agreeing with her? There was, Apparently. like, I saw one big physicist who was all like, you know what, those are, this is how knowledge is dispensed. You have to ask these kind of Socratic questions if you want to truly understand anything. And then she broke it down. And I didn't watch that video because I'm not a nerd. But um, <laughs> it, it, people were, you know, it's fair. Uh, you know, asking those questions is fair. People were having fun with the fact that, you know, she kind of, I, I don't know. It was probably a lot of gendered and age-based bashing on, oh, another dumb Zoomer teen, you know, like, rather than, is yeah. it, you know, wrong to ask questions? Of course not. I right. Think. And obviously with this type of but stuff. But of course, everybody everybody has a massive microphone to the entire world. So it's like, yeah, we can ask questions. But nowadays, uh, you know, the whole world gets to roast you for it. And that's uh, that's how we learn, I guess, now. Well, also with this type of stuff, like you could tell in the first video versus the second video that she was very clearly like doing a little bit of an act, you know? Yeah. She like she was sort of hamming it up. It was it it had the the intonation of like a joke as she was saying it. And she's like, yeah, I had certain points. But like, this is what the Internet is, is to sort of like play a character and then see how people respond to it. You know, of course. So we do here, right? Kind of. <laughs> Still waiting for that viral aspect of it, though. Yeah. Also, as like a side comment, this whole situation perfectly encapsulates the whole TikTok to Twitter content exploitation chain, you know, like someone yeah. sees something on TikTok and they're like, ooh, I'm going to get a lot of likes by making fun of this. It's like, you didn't really add anything, you know, was that? Yeah, for sure. Like, it feels kind of sleazy that you're looking for dumb teens or teens that right. aren't even dumb, but that you can just describe as dumb. So you can just kind of like tee off of that. Yeah, that is, no, that's a good point. I've like never thought of it that way, but yeah, the weird pipeline from TikTok to Twitter where pretty much every Twitter, uh, every TikTok posted on Twitter is meant to do so to laugh at it. Well, and it's, it's funny too, because a lot of these TikTok users don't have Twitter accounts. Like she created a Twitter account so that she could like respond to all the harassment she was getting, which is it's it does sort of make you think about the fact that it's like, yeah, you're you're making fun of these people on a completely different platform and they're not even there to sort of like defend it. Like it's one thing if they're if you're commenting on the video on that platform, but to sort of drag it somewhere else and make someone like respond to those engagements in that sort of way is sort of it's weird. Yeah, it's, it feels gross. I mean, I don't know. There's. That that was the good thing about 
Vine back in the day is everyone had to have a Twitter account. So if you're going to dunk on someone's Vine, they'd be right there to send their Vine followers after you. That's what we need. Uh, weaponized followers again. <laughs> hey, at least level <laughs> the playing field out. Yeah. yeah. Everybody can fight everybody. So I guess uh, to cap it off with the punishment here, uh, let's... Hmm. Trying to say, I'm trying to think here. There's probably some angle about, I guess, uh, giving her a... Uh, Given her, uh, you know, oh, you know what? I got it. So she said that one of the uh, physicists who's followed by Barack Obama uh, is retweeting her. Obama tweets at her, and he's like, "Cool TikTok, want to come to the White House?" <laughs> Jesus, hell of a reference. What is that? Like seven years old at this point? Mm-hmm. Uh, something like that. I think that she and everyone else that was like making fun of her. I think that everyone should have to take like uh, the history of math class. You know. Like, because everyone's taking math classes, but these are questions that are like, well, why did you have to know, you know, the the fucking Pythagorean theorem all the way back then? Like, why would you have to know that? And so everyone has to take a class that's like, well, back then when people were building things and building buildings and shit and they didn't have calculators, like they had to use this equation and you have to sit there and you have to learn and we'll have a better society as a result. Yeah, I mean, I've I've heard people say similar things as far as like learning a foreign language. Like, well, what about when the uh, we get that thing from Back to the Future, where if you just speak into it, everybody knows what they're saying. Why are we bothering learning all these words from uh, other countries and being able to talk to each other now? Let's just wait because that doesn't <laughs> exist, right? Uh, speaking of things that don't exist yet, <laughs> uh, Amazon. <laughs> Good Amazon is launching. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, here we go. <laughs> Strap in. Uh, Amazon has a new fitness tracker that sounds like a body shaming tone policing disaster. That is the headline from this article on Gizmodo. Uh, so they are, of course, Amazon is having a, uh, a fitness Fitbit, basically. So it measures things like activity and sleep, and it offers labs for experimental apps with partners, and it also has the ability to scan your body fat percentage using your phone, as well as analyze the tone that you're speaking in. <laughs> Jesus. So that's interesting. They just kind of threw, <laughs> they just kind of threw that in at the end. Like, yeah, you know, you can uh, you can track your BMI. You can you know go for runs, track how far you ran. Uh, you can tell if uh, everybody thinks you're a piece of shit based on the way you talk every day, and you didn't know it. So yeah, it's a great way to lose weight. And I, I wonder, I wonder, you know, I, I don't know why they tack that on, but they also say here, the app will give you a little slider so you can drag your finger on it to show what it would look like if you had more or less body fat. So I, I guess this thing just takes a picture or you take a picture of yourself and you can slide your personal i don't know it's just kind of weird you know it's like you can slide your, the scale down so this is what i would look like with 10 pounds heavier 20 pounds heavier 50 pounds lighter i don't know it's is this the next step for uh uh fitness on our phones i don't know but i can see why some people would think this whole thing is weird and by the way uh stop me if i sound like an asshole because i don't have the app yet I don't know what I sound like. <laughs> That's crazy that there's a way to analyze the tone of your voice to let you know if you sound like an asshole. I, <laughs> technology, has it come too far? Or is this maybe yeah. the, the dawn of a new era of robot enforced stability? Perhaps. I mean, I can't help but think of some assholes that I know that I would love for a computer to tell them they're assholes. That thing. <laughs> <laughs> but not me, though. I'm good. I, I wouldn't use it because I know that I don't ever sound like that. So... 
that's the problem. People that would use this are not the people that need it, I wouldn't think. Yeah, it's like a, a, like a, if you do a podcast, of course, because everybody has one now, and you've had to listen to hundreds of hours of yourself talking like Grant and I have, you, you maybe you pick up on things where like, oh, yeah, that's what I sound like. That's what I do here. That's what I do. And it's uh, it's a great way to get extremely self-conscious. Uh, but at the same time, you don't have to buy the app. So True. Also, though, you do get better at speaking as a result of having done this for, you know, hundreds of hours. So thousands, hundreds of thousands of hours, I would say, (laughs) of content. We're we're not there quite yet, my friend. Yeah, but plus the YouTube videos and plus all the streams and the bonus episodes. We're we're at millions of hours of Thought Cops content just sitting out there in the ether. Millions of hours of potential blackmail. That's (laughs) true. Why do you... Why do you need an app to let you know if you sound like an asshole? Just make a sound recording. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but then, you know, um, all of these features. Yeah, I mean, the, the the fat image thing, that just sounds like Facetune on steroids. Or, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, for real. I mean, I mean, it was. I guess it was inevitable to be heading that direction. But I can also see that being a problem for like people with body image issues. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I mean which yeah, the article does mention here. I'm thinking of this in in terms of like a uh, in terms of a person who works in this industry, um, which is to say, this this actually would sort of be a uh, an interesting sort of tool because I mean, knowing what I know about like how how the fucking human body functions and everything having to do with like storage of body fat and like gaining or losing of musculature, it, it would sort of be enlightening i think for a lot of people to see like oh if you if you stay at this body weight and you lose some body fat but you gain some musculature but you're still at the same body weight like how much different you would look despite the fact that so much uh attention is put on like the number and the scale that you know people don't see the number change and they don't think that they're like doing any better or any worse sort of thing like in in my mind that would be a very interesting useful tool but I know that it's probably not that advanced yet. And, you know, yeah, it, I don't know. Well, I do think, uh, you know, Donnie mentioned the whole face app thing. Now we have a lot of these like, you know, face formation things on face app and Snapchat and the like to see, well, this is what I would look like as, uh, you know, the opposite gender. This was what I would look like if I was uh, 80 years old. Things like that. This is what I would look and like as a minority. This- oh, they took that one down. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. Snapchat puts out an apology and does it again a month later. <laughs> so... So now we're at this point, I think, in society where basically, you know, now you can slide how how you might look with, you know, more or less weight. I guess 2020 now is we're just we're just at the uh, RPG character col- uh, selection maker. Hell yeah. Like when you start a new like Beth- Bethesda game and you change how you look and it's like that's where we are now. It's like we could just start off, you know, life begins at character creation we could just start off there, and for the rest of us who've already been alive, we can we can already alter, you know, we can go back and retroactively alter how we could look otherwise, basically, by changing all these sliders and everything like that. Beautiful. Um, I guess that's where we're at, you know, and I, I, I think that's a fair punishment if I, you know, unless anyone else has to say anything about this. No, I think that's perfect. I mean, if I had one, I would just play with that feature, probably not do the rest. But also, I used to weigh 150 pounds more, so I know what I'd look like if I put a ton of weight on. But I would still play with that feature to the exclusion of all the other features. and <laughs> just would be a fun feature for them to put on your phone. Why don't they already have that on those uh, apps? Just because it's terrible for people? Probably. Probably that's the reason. Yeah. 
I mean, all the apps are bad for us, but you know, I, they're fun. It's not, yeah, it sounds like fun. I'd, I'd fuck around with that all day. Just be like, what if I was 400 pounds heavier? What would I look like then? What about 500? I, I would do, I would, I would literally do nothing else. That seems yeah. like a productive use of your time. I mean, what else am I doing right now? That's a good point. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to hit here, Grant? Yeah, I, w- I want to get to, I want to do one more just because uh, I saw this earlier today and it's, it may be one of the funnier things that I've seen on Twitter in a while. And uh, this is this is just another example of like, like, don't never double down. You know, if someone's making fun of you on the Internet, like either either don't respond to it or like just be in on the joke. You know, a lot of times if you're in on the joke, people just sort of leave you alone. Uh, but people have a habit of just doubling down and making themselves look like even bigger jackasses. So this is um, at Mr. Billy Bounce. His name is Billy Back the Blue. A lot of, a lot okay. of bees. A lot of bees. Um, if, if you all have seen, you've probably seen this picture of, you know, like uh, when, <laughs> when someone on Twitter responds to you. And let's say it's like someone who's right wing or they're hateful or they're they're this or they're that. And it's always like a guy in a pickup truck wearing a pair of sunglasses, like the dad sunglasses, the ergonomically designed dad sunglasses, sometimes MAGA hat, sometimes no. But it's always a guy in a car wearing sunglasses. And uh, someone pointed out that like this Billy back the blue guy is is in this uh this collection of photographs that people send around so his response to this is so it has come to my attention that this image of me in this collage has been circulating for a while now i have not given anyone permission to use my photo in all cases will be reported to twitter for copyright (laughs) beautiful okay yeah this is um this is really a rogues gallery here if you could see this uh, it's basically a bunch of selfies of uh, people who <laughs> it's the side, the side of Twitter. OK, so it's like people like to ra- rag on uh, people with anime avatars. Mm-hmm. And you could probably do the same for anybody who took a selfie of themselves in a truck, especially right. wearing sunglasses, because yeah. that's there's a whole collage here. And uh, yeah, you said Billy, uh, Billy back the blue. Um, yeah, he's he's up there, and he he found out. Yeah, like you said, he's in this he's in this collage, yeah. and, which is sort of a uh, you know. And I'm a, I must somebody. have seen I must have seen this collage like hundreds of times. Like it's yeah, they they all sort of look the same, but it's just one of those things where it's like, oh, when you tweet about the riots happening, and these guys jump into your replies, and it's always this picture. And like for this guy exactly. to just find out that he's sort of like famous by association is hilarious. Yeah, I, I, uh, man, I've, I've, I loved seeing this around. And honestly, this is the only, this is the best outcome. I would, I would have to say that one of the sunglasses in the car guys finds out and throws a shit <laughs> bit about it. Uh, you could only wish for such an outcome for this, uh, for this great uh, classic reply meme. And uh, I, I love to think of him sitting on his computer because he tweets from web. Okay, it's a Twitter for iPhone, but it's funnier to imagine he tweets from the web. And uh, <laughs> he's just sitting there <laughs> clicking on every single person that retweets this tweet and reporting them for copyright violation. <laughs> you can't quote me. I own the copyright. I love there's actually some people here in the profile <laughs> or the uh, response or the uh, 
replies who are saying, "Hey, uh, hello, Billy. I'm a lawyer. I think this would make a solid case <laughs> under the under the uh, the the Ligma Copyright Act of 2020. I would love to represent you in court. Please DM me if you are interested." Hell yeah! And there, there's a bunch of these. There's a bunch of these. There's one guy um, said uh, you copyrighted your face, and he says it's my original work. <laughs> his, his OC. Yeah. Uh, uh, why are they always in their car? I know other people have asked this question about this picture, but like, what is it? It's like, I look cool in my yeah, car. I, I guess. And it's always at these like unflattering angles too. Yeah. Maybe it's just like a, I mean, a yeah. boomer thing of like boomers just love their cars. Boomers love yeah. their cars. Me, me love car. Me love car. Me take picture in car. Look at me. And then it's like, we look at you and then you end up in a collage and now it's a lawsuit. <laughs> Um, but so if you uh another one of my favorite parts of this story is if you click his uh his um if you click his account and you scroll through his account he has about 100 billion posts of like how (laughs) mad he isn't like he's melting down the amount of tweets (laughs) (laughs) That <laughs> he's tweeted regarding this whole situation within this like two hour time frame is hilarious. Are the liberals here's, asleep? Here's a weird one. Mommy, did mommy put you in the crib yet? Real patriots stand up. It says, I never met a racist who likes pop smoke. Also, what is down bad? <laughs> like he's, also, he's also having a stroke online. <laughs> I I think I'm starting to think maybe this is trolling. Uh, unfortunately, I don't know, but like some of these, I, I'd like to believe it's not. But it, yeah, it's well, definitely he's, possible. He's going to drop a racial slur if this doesn't stop. Come on. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He says getting called a fake troll account. Um, you might be rough. Fuck. That just damn that it! Ruined I hate when this fucking of, happens. <laughs> this ruined all I, of my happiness. I was so happy to find this, and now I'm so sad. I, no, uh, I, I mentioned this a couple episodes ago where it's like it's like finding out Santa Claus isn't real. Every time I find one of these guys and I, I'm like, oh, man, I'm digging through their tweets and it's like, oh, yeah, it's a gimmick. Damn it. I don't know, though. It's hard to say. Like, maybe he started to try to be funny. If you go back six or seven hours, they're not that funny. Well, you know, like part where he's saying he's Jewish and everyone has equal rights and he also repeatedly mentions how much he likes rap music, which doesn't seem like a troll thing. It does seem like a sincere Blue Lives Matter guy. He's like, I love Nate Dog. I couldn't be racist. So, you know, I uh, the one thing though, I just is can't tell he, anymore. On August 26th is when his tweets began, and then that's also the day that he found out his image was on there. Like, why would he be on the image if he didn't have a Twitter until that day? That's a troll account. Fuck. Well, I also think, though, I remember seeing other tweets that were there before when I looked at this earlier today. So maybe he deleted some old shit. He could have. Oh, yeah. Um, That's possible. Hard to say. It's like I almost put the Ben Shapiro paternity test tweet on this list, but then I found out that was <laughs> fake, too. But yeah. I, don't, I like to. I choose to believe he deleted it. I don't know. I, cho- I feel like, yeah. I swear, I feel like I saw that, but maybe not. It's still real to well, me. Well, if any of our it. listeners... <laughs> if anyone listening wants to do a little bit of sleuth work i know some people know how to find deleted tweets i'm too dumb to figure it out but i know so, some of you guys are smart uh let us know uh his name is uh his hashtag or not his hashtag his at is mr billy bounce on twitter let's find out what's going on also if you go through his replies 
tab, like those are pretty sincerely Blue Lives Matter type shit. They're not troll things. Although if you really wanted to be authentic seeming, maybe he would have prepared the ground for that. But uh Yeah, I like this is like I mean, if you guys remember Joe Keskold. Yeah. Oh yeah, did he delete like, that account? Is that not around anymore? I believe so. It's gone, yeah. Yeah. He just decided to stop doing it. So I'm wonder I mean, this is like you can kind of tell that is uh parody but this is i this i don't know like i i, I want to believe it's real it's like x you know x files whenever i find these fucking accounts you know i want to believe but it's uh yeah. instead of an, a ufo it's a guy in his truck this is pretty quickly turned from thought cops into thought detectives trying yeah. to figure out i mean out. that's that's part that's part of the job man you know yeah yeah that's a promotion when you go from you know just being on the force to being a detective yeah, we get to the find out what's going on with the uh, the latest uh, the latest and greatest apps and everything else. Oh boy, what's Bagel? We got to find out what Bagel Boss is up to. Grant, we haven't heard from him in like a year. Uh, I follow his account and he he tweets to just the void. Like he gets no likes and no responses. His his celebrity status is just over. It's very sad. It's probably for the best. Yeah. Uh, Nico in the chat says we, we should upgrade to Thought Cops SVU, no. which I am all for. No, no, no. <laughs> I do not want to be a part of the special victims unit. I'm sorry. No. So let's move right along to uh, Key to the City. Something positive for once. Uh, something cool we saw online or otherwise. Uh, my Key to the City this week is uh, actually goes to a TikTok account. It's, uh, I, I may be butchering this, Shao Shao Do. Uh, it's a TikTok user. Okay, so it's this, it's this teenage girl cooking in her kitchen, and a bunch of, uh, I'm not sure, biscuits or Sorry, I'm, I should probably know better. It's happening very fast, all right? So now she took out two magnets. She's pulling the moon down to the surface. She's using them to flatten the food. And she throws the moon back up in the sky. Now she is uh, trying to cut the food. And what looks to be uh, coconut, she rips the top off drains the coconut it's very, throws in some it's very like anime like it, it's like a, yeah, a scene from an anime she calls a hawk she breaks the eggs open in midair she's spitting the the batter uh she's okay I mean, yeah the, now she's uh she's flattening the eggs she is uh basting her food she's spitting fire on it to cook it so yeah, this is uh, this is just one example. It's actually been a whole bunch of these. They're pretty funny. Where it's just these uh, these girls who are making food, but like you said, it's, it's something straight out of an anime. Yeah, it's like anime, but and real I, life. Yeah, I don't know how they made these because it's like it's all on TikTok, and I'm not sure if there's like some in-app uh, video editing you can do this. But it's not like, not to that know, extent now. Yeah, so uh, either way, it's it's pretty impressive, you know. It's uh, as much as like we've taken the time to shit on TikTok. So this is actually honestly pretty creative. So yeah. uh, that's my key to the city this week. So much talent uh, on there for what purpose? <laughs> I have no idea, but they're doing right. It. That's the thing. Yeah, I don't I don't know where it's all going. Uh, but Donnie, what's your key to the city this week? Um, just a shout out to a real standby this whole summer of uh, madness. If you all. Uh, I put the link to their little uh, Twitter account, which is, but it's just an app for iPhone, Android called Citizen. Just tells you about uh, both crimes and wacky situations happening in your neighborhood, right down to a block away from you. And um, I don't know what's wrong with the uh, Twitter account. It seems like they stopped updating it in June. Hopefully they're not dead, but you can get an idea of the content on there. 27 goats causing havoc in traffic. 
Um, <laughs> part of a man throwing watermelons at vehicles. The fun thing about this, though, is you can really hear about wacky stuff happening in your very own neighborhood. Huh. Yeah, a, fr- a friend of mine, yes, it, it was sending me something about like a, a bear on a oh, leash yeah, got stolen say, in Chicago. Yeah. It was in Edgewater, but we, we celebrate a good citizen uh, sighting both citywide. Uh, a pet bear on a leash was stolen by unknown citizens. That takes a lot of guts, you know. I just love to write that story in my mind. No, in Logan Square, we have a lot of chickens, and sometimes they get out and they cause problems. This has happened multiple times this summer. <laughs> I see a citizen yeah. says, uh, uh, escape chickens causing havoc. And uh, You're going to want to watch out for that. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a good, also, there's always brandishings. It's one of their favorite things to do. Obviously, people are brandishing guns, brandishing knives, sometimes sticks. Last week, somebody was brandishing a bottle of detergent in, I can only <laughs> assume, a threatening manner. Um, Jesus. not in a sort of prideful manner. <laughs> like, check out my detergent, folks. I got it. These clothes yeah. are getting clean. Um, but it really is a great little thing you can have on your phone when you're not getting enough uh, serotonin from, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, etc. Just hop on there, and it's like last last night, uh, somebody in a truck crashed into a bunch of other trucks right on uh, Kimball and Armitage. Then he jumped out, ran through backyard, was apprehended. And uh, people, <laughs> the best part is like the comments. People will just roast whoever's doing it in the comments. And I really appreciate the creativity that goes into some of those comments. Uh, cool. Yeah, that's uh, at best of underscore citizen on Twitter. Yeah. But- and yeah, I w- I'm going to get the app myself because I, I've been seeing, like, my friends have been sending me stuff like that. And I'm, you know, for my own safety, I would like to avoid the bear. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was ever recovered. I don't, I don't know. Might be out there still. Oh, you know what was, remember that fucking Humboldt Park Gator a year ago? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that must have been on here too. Uh, Chance the Snapper. <laughs> uh, Grant, what do you got for us this week? Give us something nice. I got something nice. Um, so this is like my new fucking obsession. Um, I've had previous obsessions to videos similar to this in the past that I've brought in. This is uh, no different. This is Nick Lutzko, who I guess he's doing... Um, He's doing like the music for uh, like one of Tim and Eric's tours, and he also works for Super Deluxe and College Humor and all of this stuff. But he he put this video up of him like singing and playing guitar in his grandmother's basement, uh, quote unquote. And uh, it's it's first of all, it's fucking brilliant. It's amazing to listen to and then just like the visuals just because you can't see it on on a podcast but the the visuals of his red sweaty face as he's singing this <laughs> ridiculous song is fucking amazing is that a cookie monster white beater it is it's like as he yells his uh his eyes get wider and wider <laughs> And the veins in his neck are just like ready to burst. I like that the spelling of it changes to Bongino. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. 
And it like I don't know. I, I think we've we've complained in the past about just like how shitty political humor is nowadays. But th- this is the one of the one sort of through lines is just taking something that we all know that there's something a little bit off about like just the RNC and about people like Dan Bongino and just like taking it and just like ramming it into the ground without any sort of like expositional like hey let me let me shove my political opinion down your throat it's just like you you know the message is just like it's there it's present it's ridiculous it's it's funny you know so that 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 video i've I've listened to that video and that song about uh like two thousand times within the past two days oh wow you really like that huh i i can't stop listening to it i feel like the man in the stairs (laughs) <laughs> uh, moving right along, though, to our Thought Cops Word of the Week. Uh, this week, our Word of the Week is Glizzy. been seeing people say this for a while. I uh, was going to bring it up on the show. Didn't feel like it till today, so I looked it up. Uh, glizzy is short for a Glock. But it's also used for a hot dog or a weenie. Huh. Yeah. All right. The more you know. So, like, uh, hip-hop slang for a uh, roll of money is meat roll kind of the opposite there i don't know why a a glock would also be a hot dog (laughs) yeah that's what i'm trying to figure out it's like i guess they are a similar shape sort of sort of i mean minus like the handle part but i mean well now you got me thinking i wish a hot dog came with a handle you know or you know (laughs) you gotta be careful you tell someone i'm so hungry i could eat a glizzy you get a get a gun (laughs) in your face folks the kids nowadays the words mean two things i don't know how how to process that we gotta be careful you know Kids, telling you. Uh, before we get to our final segment, our listener voicemails. Uh, Donnie, now's the time to plug it all, my friend. Uh, lay it out. Well, first and most importantly, if you do not already, please follow me on Twitter.com, the website uh, where uh, my brain mostly lives. It's D-O-N-N-I because my parents wanted to make my life hard, so they chose to spell my name that way, not for <laughs> Twitter. Um so, yeah, go there. Uh, you can watch. Uh, I had an internet comedy, stand-up comedy show before the pandemic. Uh, it was a fun thing I used to do. I'd make comedians come to a bar in North Center, Chicago, and then there'd be like four people in the audience. And I'd say, we're putting this on the internet forever. So, uh, you can see that on there. It's still all these uh, episodes on Periscope, periscope.com, periscope.tv slash Donnie Sapphire, or just, I think it's still linked to my Twitter. Um, I do see this live show called The Love Below, and we're going to do a podcast. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, we're, we have a meeting next week to do pilot episode. Uh, should be okay. Everyone loves podcasts where five people are shouting at once, right? That's the good ratio. So we're gonna <laughs> we're, we're gonna see how that goes. But uh, yeah, comedy, uh, whatever. Uh, Winter leagues now. When we get the vaccine, it'll be back as uh, as validly as ever probably and until then we'll just do whatever we can to stay sane we'll keep our, our eyes open and yeah I, I think i gotta say it's a little bit suspicious that you were doing uh zoom mics basically before the pandemic i'm wondering if you know maybe you saw this coming but i courageously refused to continue as soon as the pandemic happened <laughs> <laughs> you saw everybody else doing it and you're like nah oh, man. not for me i'm a pioneer i don't time for new things like being sad in private hell yeah, yeah. Oh, i've been doing that for a long time true the pioneer in that field as well uh so moving right along to our uh, listener voicemails feel free to give us a call we'll play it on the show 312-788-7361 you can also send us an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com let's hit it 
this is the Discord news for this week. After the ladies took back Nico's makeup and girly shit corner from the guys last week, a discussion on walking speed started. The discussion devolved to the point where Grant suggested serial law by a tax in the shoes of the girly seeing, making her lean forward permanently and therefore increasing her walking speed. What the fuck? Other comments were, <laughs> I only walk slow if I'm being gay. To which Cyril Lawbeya responded, the only people that I've ever met to walk faster than feels comfortable are the gays. <laughs> the camera nicely concluded the conversation by saying, imagine walking. Starlet Alpha and Sleep Science started arguing about the definition of centrism in hashtag loonybin with Yosef occasionally chiming in. That sounds about right. Between the long paragraphs written by the first two, Yosef said that he felt like he was having a stroke. <laughs> After all parties involved lost interest in the topic, the conversation turned back to photos of rare steak and an instruction video on how to make perfect Brussels sprouts at home. In the newly named Outrage channel, Kevin started the conversation on people that complain about riots who aren't affected by them. After well-thought-out replies, Nico said, I want more free money. To which Grant <laughs> replied, you're a woman on the internet. Just put your Venmo in your Twitter bio. <laughs> Grant, stop stealing my bit. What? In hashtag you real music, that. Grant declared that his ex of two years finally kicked him off her Spotify family oh. plan. Oh! Our condolences. I saw that. In Hong Kong cartoons, people have been talking about anime. I can only assume because I don't read that shit. I'm not a virgin. <laughs> In hashtag visual media, Yosef and Sleep Science got into a back and forth about what is a cinephile. The argument ended with Sleep Science getting called out for not recognizing a line from social media manager job downtown short film. You'd think he'd like short films. In hashtag lifts, Yosef admitted to using a machine that squeezes his pecs. The jokes were so obvious, no one made it. <laughs> Rick, the editor, gave his key to the city to the Discord news bit. Thanks, buddy. We appreciate it. This week's Discord news has been presented to you by Booty Aficionado 96 and IO Rum Runner. Thank you. Pirate mode. Right, thanks, guys. That's always great. So, yeah, that's a, that's a little rundown of what's happening in our Discord for the week. <laughs> uh, if you want, uh, yeah, if you honestly, the, you, the, we talk about the podcast chat, the live episodes, uh, that's for the Patreon people. But if you want to just come hang out in the regular channels and debate what is or is not a cinephile, that's free. Uh, or yeah, whatever it's come follow us on social media at real thought cops on Twitter at thought cops on Instagram and, uh, DM us or scroll long enough till you find the link to our discord. I love that half of those. Yeah. Thanks guys. That was fucking, that was awesome. Yeah. I love that half of those were like, uh, Yosef and sleep science got into an argument and it went on for like three hours and he's not kidding. That's the thing. Yeah. Fool. Hey, thought cops. It's cheater. Who? Cheater. And now I'm sorry. Who? From an upcoming podcast with me and my girlfriend Brittany. I don't know who this is. That I was like, don't sit here in front of the customers. I'm like, no, mom is like, I'm sorry for my bad word, but you know what I mean. Like, you why are you gonna say that? Like, they know. Like, it's like saying we don't care about you. We're gonna get you credit, and all we care is about us because that's our job. You know, like, don't say that. Even though it's kind of true. (laughs) Let's explore a brief history on one of my girlfriend's favorite terms. Now I'm saying, formerly spoken as, do you know what I'm saying? You can omit the do and just say, you know what I'm saying. The quintessential rhetorical question is often just used as a statement. Some synonymous phrases are known as, you feel me? Know what I'm talking about? Know what I mean? And even the very rare... You smell me? Nah, I'm saying. Disclaimer, pun intended. Some theorize the first uttering of the term <laughs> was by the serpent of the Garden of Eden. 
Come try these apples, now I'm saying. Other famous users of the phrase are Ghostface Killer, Zombie Juice, J Rock, Half Ounce, now I'm saying. Shut up. <laughs> nice voicemail, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> okay, th- those were those were sound bites from a long time ago. And uh, okay, props to you for finding them. So they're what was it? They're doing a rival podcast. Is that is that what I heard? I don't know what he's talking about. Literally, and at, at any point in time, ever. Yeah, I mean, I understood there to be some vernacular lesson in there, and uh, kind of kind of trailed off there. But, you know, thank you for the, the voicemail. Yeah, we we do appreciate it. Hey, thought Plop, it's your boy Brandon Kirkman. Hey, you got Donny on. What up, Donny? Um, he good. He good Twitter. I like it a lot. Uh, I was just thinking, if you ha- if you had the choice and you could delete one word out of existence, would you either go with epic, or would you go with wifey? And why is it the same person? <laughs> Anyways, uh, stay fresh, stay hydrated, and let's all hope that Tucker Carlson commits suicide sometime <laughs> soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> no in Minecraft in that. Oh, wait for the flush. Wait. Well, I think I heard a flush. In, suicide in, in, is in a classic personal fashion. choice. It was a so you don't have to add Minecraft. Yeah. Uh, so to remove from the general lexicon, epic or wifey? I mean, I, I think epic is much worse. No, you're wrong. You don't think so? Wifey. Epic, yeah, yeah, whatever. It's bad enough. But every, everybody knows epic. But wifey, wifey. I never want to hear a human being say the word wifey ever. It's terrible. Yeah, but what if you have a small wife? I mean... <laughs> You need a diminutive for that situation. <laughs> I guess. I mean, like what what about like wifeette or like uh waifu? Lil wife. Like yeah, no, like lil wife like lil bawa, you know? <laughs> lil, lil something wife. to denote, yeah. You know, I thought I hated people who scalped video like retro video games for like 100 200 dollars on eBay. But I found a group of people I hate more. I hate people who Hoard like retro band shirts from like the 80s or 90s or even the 2000s. And then they they think that people are going to pay $400. If if you think I'm going to pay $400 for some vintage Stone Roses or Smith's t-shirt, you're sorely mistaken. Uh, Punishment, um, I get to steal their retro shirts. Okay. Uh, Not sure that's how eBay works. What what niche problems she comes in with? Yeah, so that went from uh, hoarding retro video games to hoarding concert T-shirts from the eighties, if I understood correctly. Well, hoarding is a problem. That's why they made that show to uh, combat the problem in our society. So true, true. Bay in these uh, in these unprecedented times, you're going to want to stock up on canned goods, non-perishables, uh, retro video games, and of course. Uh, uh, old band tees. Because the zombies will respect that when they see you in a uh, white snake shirt. they are like, all right. <laughs> exactly, yeah. They're like, oh, you were there? <laughs> 89, that was you up in the front? Brother, come on, bring it in. Fit in. Well, that just about does it for the show today. Donnie, thanks a ton for coming on, man. Pleasure being on. Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, feel free to leave us a voicemail, as I said, 312-788-7361, or you can send us a file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can always, like I said, join the Discord, or if you feel like throwing us a few bucks, getting us some extra content, helping us out, 
hit us up over at patreon.com slash thought cops. We'll see you next time. Gonna shove a fucking power drill into my temple now. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>